Hello, and welcome to Rescuing Churches with Stan and Josh Gibbons. This is the official podcast of 614 Ministries, where we exist to renew vision and restore hope at struggling churches across the country. With over 80% of churches in decline and 1,500 pastors a month battling depression, we strive to equip members and encourage ministers to pursue new directions of stability and growth. of The Great Adventure. I love and thank our friend Nancy for doing our intro, and we welcome you to Rescuing Churches, the official podcast of 614 Ministries. I am not Joshua Givens. I am Stan Givens. Thank God. And I'm joined by my son and communication director of 614 Ministries, Joshua Givens. Since this is our official podcast, Joshua, I want to know who's doing the unofficial ones. Is there a covert group? Some rogue podcast group out there behind us, covertly doing the unofficial podcast? I would really, really hope not. Well, we're flipping the rolls around today (laughs) uh, because I need to ask Joshua's help and get some help from him. And I think many of our pastors will benefit from this conversation as well um, because Joshua works with the communications of our ministry here as well as our church, Northside Bible Church in Mobile, And uh, he's been doing this for a number of years. He works with all our social media information and uh, keeps all that current. And he has a statement that he just recently made in a blog that he posted um, that good branding can help you step up your revitalization game. And we are all trying to strengthen and revitalize our church. And Josh says good branding can help you step that up. I just want to say as we begin... Good branding is not something I learned in college. I'm almost 60 years old, and branding a church is not something I would have ever been taught, learned, or think I need to know. Right. So let's begin with you telling us what branding is all about, because I thought we did that with cattle. And in this age of communication, we're in an age of communication where Google answers everything and where everyone's defined in a virtual world. What do you mean by good branding? Well, good good branding really is for a church or, or for really really for any uh, company or I mean this applies this, this applies across the board. Um, you know, good branding is how you are known in your community, um, particularly for a church, how you're known in and by your community. Um, and if you're a business or a corporation, it's how you're known by your customers. So the, the branding is, is how you're known beyond your logo, beyond all your stuff. Um, it's the, it's, it's the relationship that people have with you. Mm -hmm. So if I wear a Nike shirt, Mm -hmm. that brand or new balance shoes, how that's the brand. Yep. And I recognize those logos immediately. Right. But what why you, but why do you wear Nike or New Balance? Yeah, but, well, I don't really wear Nike at all. But <laughs> I love New Balance shoes. Why? Um, beca- because they they make them in my size. I have okay. a, a, an or, 
unorthodox wide foot. Right. So I'm a freakish person that way. <laughs> and and they fit well, and they're very comfortable, and they last. So I have a relationship with them, I guess is what you're saying. That's exactly right. That's exactly I, they're, right. They're more than just a, a two letters on the side of a shoe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's what you're talking about. So, yeah, and, and I'm guessing at some point, you know, you may have even seen a, a commercial for, whether it was before or after you bought your pair of New Balances, you might even seen, have seen an ad for you know, New Balance shoes or, you know, something on, online caught your attention and mm-hmm. you said, hey, those are, you know, try those out. Yeah, those are, the, those are the kind of shoes that I bought and they were really comfortable, you know. Right. So branding, we're not talking about just a great web page or a great social media post on Facebook nope. or nope. Twitter or some of these other uh, Instagram. Mm-mm. We're not talking about that. How does branding help me in this relational deal? And you talk about it helping us become authentic. How does that work? Um. Really, really for a church, especially, um, it, it, like I said a second ago, it goes beyond your logo design, your, your social media management, all of that stuff is, um, at the end of the day inanimate and it's, and it's great to have, and you should have it. And I've dedicated an entire blog posts and, and, and it's part of my job is to make sure that 614 ministries and, and, and our church has really good quality stuff um with social media and logos yeah we want you to recognize the 614 logo for Northside. we want you to recognize the lighthouse right right i mean i mean and it's just like you know when you know when i'm driving down the road and i see apple's logo on the back of a car i immediately know somebody i identify first of all i identify with that person because i love apple products so there's there's an unspoken relationship that's already formed there for a minute and when I see that, I know that person is really interested in right. Apple stuff um, because I'm the same way when I see peaches, so right? <laughs> so, not apples, yeah. so, so they, you know, there's there's an instant recognition that's there, but but it's still just a logo, and it, mm-hmm. you know, there there's you know, it's just an inanimate object. And for your church, you should have a really solid logo that's recognizable in the community. But the brand is what's behind that logo. So you know, and it's it's kind of like you know. Um, when, when, when a single mom in your neighborhood, you know, reaches out to you because she needs groceries, she's not going to care at all what the logo of your church looks like. It's real slick and perfect. And yeah, she couldn't care less about that. She's going to be coming to you for help. And if your church has taken the time to actually foster healthy relationships with the community, now you've got a brand mm-hmm. because she's going to she's going to remember, hey, there was this time I was um, at your park outreach event mm-hmm. and this really nice lady came over and she sat down and she talked with with my daughter and, and I for 20 minutes, 30 minutes about, you know, something my daughter was interested in. And before she left, she gave me a little a little connect card. Yeah, a little invite card yeah, that and has it, the logo on it. Has the logo on it. It's the inanimate it. object. Right, attached right. Attached to the relational moment. Exactly. And it all it all connected right there for her and and that formed a relationship. And that's where your that's the brand of your church is, you know, there was this, you know, relationship moment that happened. And and she's gonna remember that, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so good relationship. Good relationships and engagements with others exactly. help make the branding work. You have to tie those together. Yep. Is that something that church can build on and use mm. in, in their social media time? Oh, yeah. How do you tie social media to the outreach and authentic work that's going on in the church? Let's say a church that's healthy mm-hmm. has these outreach, has this healthy stuff happening. How are you going to tie your social media 
and and your branding logos mm-hmm. to those events or to those activities that are healthy. I would say a big part of that is, and you just use the word yourself, is engagement. We, um, I'm, I'm a part of a group um, on Facebook, um, and actually our podcast producer, Michael, is in that group as well, um, called Church Communications. And um, it's thousands of church communicators from across the country all working together, all networking together all the time and going to conferences and all that kind of stuff. One of the words that we throw around a lot is the word you just use, which is engagement. And so on social media, um, engagement is huge because you can still, you, you can make a relationship moment happen and be relational with somebody on social media, even though it's two dimensional. Give me an example of that. Cause I, I'm, you know me, I'm 50, right. 59 years old. I really don't get half of what we're talking about. Right, right. I, and I'll give you a great example. And Michael, our silent partner that never <laughs> speaks, is also trying I'll, to learn some of this. I'll give you a great example. Um, when, Whenever I have, and this, this happens all the time. In fact, it, it happened just the other day. When somebody leaves a comment on, um, say, a social media graphic that I've put up on the church, that says something like, um, you know, if, if, if I've, if I've dropped a graphic that's, um, you know, uh, like your sermon promo, uh, you know, I, pro- I promoted your sermon, um, like on Thursday, I think mm-hmm. it was, um, get, get, get moving or whatever. Yeah. It was. Yeah. The get moving sermon that you mm-hmm. preached this, this morning. Um, and, and I said, uh, at the very tail end of it, I, I, I might throw in a sentence like, um, you know, can't wait to see all of you there. Who's coming? And I'll put the little so it's a question and I'll put the little uh, yeah question and I'll put the little emoji of the guy raising his hand and I'll have somebody leave a comment. You know, somebody will respond to that and say, I'll be there. You know, can't wait to see everybody. And I'll respond to that comment as the church, not mm-hmm. as Josh, not with through yeah, my personal all, account. This is on the page, the church, page. the church page, yeah. the church page will respond and say, and I'll specifically use that person's name and it tags them to let them know later whenever they get on that they've got a notification from Northside Bible Church. I'll say, we can't wait to see you either. So and so, you know, Sunday's going to be great or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know, something real quick and simple. And that's engagement. I've made a personal two dimensional connection, but it's yep. it's through the media that's yep. working. I've, today. I've made a I've made a connection, and they feel included now in what's happening with our social media page. They feel like they're a part of that. And mm-hmm. for for people that are all into that and into that world, and they like following us, you know, the especially the Gen Zers and the Millennials, but even the older people that are on Facebook, they love um, when that happens. In, in fact a prime example um there's a there's a lady in our church that we all just love to death miss barbara mm-hmm. who um i responded to one of her comments and her reply back to the church was well that's just the neatest thing i've never had a church respond to me before <laughs> <laughs> and i was yeah. like oh well, how many churches have you messaged i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right, right right well it's it's healthy though for us to interact in that way and it's even though it is two dimensional, you're you're. I agree with you. We're building some relational ties there, and we're connecting to the bigger purpose. Right. Exactly. Sunday messages, Sunday sermons, which can that, hopefully pay off to bring them into mm-hmm. a three dimensional relationship when they start attending. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you also just express um, that the way to do this in a, a healthy way, um, getting your church branding working well is very infectious, positively infectious, you say. Mm. So share with me what you mean by that. Um, I think that when you when you have something that's 
that's both positive and infectious as as I said in the in the blog post um it's it's a form of branding and a form of engagement that in, it really inspires people to to move in a certain direction and to to take an action so you should you should do that with your church's message it's kind of like you know when when you see a commercial um you know for me it's you know sometimes it's a Starbucks commercial you know cuz I'm a Starbucks addict. So, yeah. I mean, you, you know this about myself and your wife. Another place that we're polar opposites. Right. So, you know, you know, we're running through Starbucks every Sunday morning on the way to church. And I might see a Starbucks commercial on a Saturday and think, man, I can't wait to get that cup of coffee in the morning. And that's because that commercial, I have a relationship with that brand and that commercial has inspired me mm-hmm. to move in a certain direction and do a certain thing. Your church's message should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And you know this as a pastor. The message of your church. You're talking about the message in your social media work. Yeah, that. Your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. For a smaller church that may not have a ton of, may not have a great but But, uh, but also, page. but also you're, you're what, it's not just that. It's, it's the, the core message of your church. Everything your church stands for, reaching the lost, building, right. you know, you know, disciple, discipling the lost, uh, you know, reaching the community mm-hmm. with the gospel, all of that stuff, everything you stand for and believe in is a part of your brand. Mm-hmm. It, that's that's why I say, you know, it, like I did at the beginning, it go, this goes way beyond logos and social media mm-hmm. and all that stuff. This is actually the the core of who you are. Like if you, if, if the church was a person, this would be the, the church's personality. Gotcha. This would be that. Gotcha. Um, you know, mm, they, good. They, they should actually be, the, the, the community should be so curious about what's happening inside that, that church that they can't help but to want to show mm-hmm. up and, and find out more about it. Um, that's, that's what good branding can do. Um, and I think pastors probably need to decide what, what it is that defines their church. Well. Yes. Yes. Um, there's, a, there's an old good <laughs> leadership book. Put you don't out have that. You, you can't even do branding. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good leadership book on churches called it. It's very short. It's very mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. read. And uh, I don't remember the author of it off the top of my head, but you might can figure that out. But the, the it book was about figuring out what your church is best at. In other words, what it's, what it naturally does really well in the church work, loving one another, loving others, uh, the community outreach, those kind of things, um, discipling, whatever it's really good at, and make sure you you work to your strengths is what the book was about. Um, and it was all about defining it. And I think the book itself is just called It. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm over here trying to look it up, and I'm getting results for Stephen King's It. So yeah. that's and not it. Not, not the same. Not, that not, not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah different not, book that I read. Yeah, we're, so. yeah, we're not going to. Right, right, right. Well, how do you see this good branding affecting the staff and volunteers of a church? Um, It it really will excite and empower and encourage. If you can get the the brand of your church again, not your logos and your colors and your your social media, as important as all of that is, but that's a whole separate issue. All that stuff is really important. But if you can actually get the brand of your church, what your church stands for and and does and the relationships they have with people and actually get the core of all that um, going in the right direction, it will really motivate and inspire your 
staff and volunteers, um, not just the community. And it'll give your whole, your entire leadership team something to get behind because, because really, you know, everybody wants to be a part of something that is bigger than they are. People want to be a part of something that can make a difference mm-hmm. and, and something that, um, so it energizes the staff. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. It, it, it excites them. Um, your, your brand should, should do that and it should, should remove any, any obstacle or roadblock that's, um, that's in the, in the way, um, of, of accomplishing that goal. All right. So you work in, incredible amount of hours on the social media for our 614 uh, podcast and uh, for our 614 pages and all that you do you do a ton of work for that and you do it for our church as well uh, very t- thankless job many times so I'm saying thank you I'm <laughs> on the podcast so I never have to say it again <laughs> but at the I'm, I'm making a note of this right now that's right but at the end of the day it's on it's recorded now so right. it's legal it's official yeah, it's on tape this is the official podcast too so yeah. not the unofficial one but at the end of the day um, I know you have some strong pet peeves about uh, things that people shouldn't do with their web page and social media. And I'm just wondering if you want to throw one or two of those in to the tail end of this before I ask you the last question. Um, what are some things that uh, people, you you see, uh, and I'd like you to talk to the smaller churches. Some of this, sure. most pastors don't have the guy that I have, which is you. Sure. Um, they're literally trying to do it by themselves. They, right. And, and to run a really good Facebook page for their church. Right. That takes way more time than most pastors can devote. It's it's a full time job. So, so we yeah. might need to do a podcast dedicated to just helping that guy. Oh sure, uh, and we we probably should down the road. But in 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 a short moment here, um, let's just take about five minutes, three minutes, and you tell me what are some big no nos. What are some please don't? If you're trying to tie it to branding, you're trying to tie it to. I mean, I know you got your fonts that everybody hates. You know, <laughs> please don't make fun of my Comic Sans fonts. <laughs> Um, oh, we could do a whole episode uh, on Comic Sans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I know there's some fonts that, you know, are not acceptable anymore and that kind of stuff. Right. But even beyond that, um, what are just some of the simple things that a pastor or somebody that's running a, a church page should avoid? Um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, I mean, I mean, there's so many. Um, Politics would be on the top of the list. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah, always that. Um you know, if you're, if you're going to run any kind of social media platform, don't wade into politics uh, mm-hmm. as a church and in even really, you know, as a pastor, be careful um, yeah. with your personal stuff as well, because mm-hmm. your congregants are going to see that and they're going to be following that. Um, one of my one of my pet peeves with church websites um, is and, and this just this this is partially because I was a journalism major and minored in English is spelling and grammar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't have to have somebody that majored in like the broadcast end of the communications world like I did. You don't have to have somebody like that on your team. And minored in English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to have somebody like that on your team anymore to get everything right in, in, in all of these areas, but spelling and grammar is pretty basic. Yeah, so this is the promo, promo for Grammarly. The, yes. The, the, yeah, there the there are tons thing. of free websites out yes. there now. And and honestly, and, and I'm, I say this as lovingly as possible, in the year 2020, there is no excuse for poor grammar on a church website. There's just not. 
you can you can have really good basic uh, spelling and grammar on your church website for you know for next to nothing. So I would say that's one. Um, the, I could not agree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say the the other one for me is probably uh, when it when it comes to photography and graphics. Um, you know, make sure that you're um, if you're going to do stock photography, then then that's okay. But always have some photography that gives the the visitor to your website or especially your social media, um, they, they need to be able to know what they're getting themselves into before they show up to your campus. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and this is a mistake that I see a lot of small churches, you, you talk about small churches. I see a lot of small churches make this mistake. They think our website and our social media needs to be impressive. And if I use stock photography, that'll be really cool because mm-hmm. stock photography is free. It was taken by a professional photographer and it'll make, it'll make us look great. Right. And I'm like, there's a place for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and we, we, but use our it. sanctuary really doesn't seat 500 people with right. their hands raised. So don't, it don't, seats 33. So don't do that. And nobody's raising their nobody's hands. Nobody's raising their hands. Exactly. exactly. So don't, Where don't, did that church go. Yeah. So don't stick that in your Facebook feed as a, you know, hey, come to church on Sunday with that kind of picture, mm-hmm. the kind of picture you just described. Instead, maybe post a picture of, you know, a cool little graphic you made of, your actual sanctuary or like your pastor and his wife or something like that, just to let people know we're real. We're yeah, real people. Get it, get it more so, real. Yeah, exactly. That's was, good. You know, authenticity good. is really important there. That's good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll do some more on that as we go. So let me ask you this. Culturally, a lot is being written that the next couple of generations behind your generation uh, are looking for purpose and meaning. They're looking for purpose and they're looking for meaning. How can the digital and social media and branding uh, for a church help emphasize this. How can how can you use social media and the branding to to impress them uh, that the church is a place where there's meaning and purpose? Man, that's a that's that's a great question. Um, and the reason I like that question, and I actually like the way that you worded it there, is because you put it in in the right order. Um, and I don't even know if you knew that you did that, but your social media and your website, thanks. your social media and your website are what will draw um, the, especially the the millennials and the Gen Zers and, and even just people that are looking for a local church in your area um, into your church, because that's how people search for churches now is online. And hopefully if you make a good impression there through the kind of engagement I just talked about earlier, responding to messages, when you when you get a message, whether it's an email or a Facebook message or a direct message on a D, what they call a DM on Instagram, you need to be responding to that. That lets that person know this church cares. This mm-hmm. church cares mm-hmm. about me and my question, um, whatever that question is, whether right. whether it's, you know, Sunday morning worship time or whatever. Um and then that draws them into what we've discussed as your brand. Um, that once they attend, they'll start to get a feel for, oh, here that this is what this church is actually about now. Now that I've gotten here and formed relationships with people, or met the pastor, or you know, met some congregants, or um, you know, whatever. So I would say that that's that's how that's going to work. Um, you 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 use the social media and the website um, to to point people towards your church. And the branding is who you are as a church. Yeah. So 
just wrapping this out, I'd like to say to our pastors uh, that are listening, and we'd love for you to branch out and get some more pastors listening. So please, if you're a local pastor, if you're a small church pastor, uh, if you have uh, friends who are in ministry and leadership levels, uh, 86% of churches in America are struggling. Um, So please share this with them to help bring some hope and help to them. But I want to say to our pastors, when in the early 2000s, we always said that the front door of our church mm-hmm. was the nursery. Yep. The nursery people have to be very good with people. You can't have grouchy little lady in there that loves babies but hates <laughs> adults running the nursery because they're the first thing young couples, young families are going to see. Exactly, Visitors are going to come in and you go, hey, y'all take your kids to the nursery right there. And then some lady runs them off. You know, or mistreats them uh, relationally, you got yeah. a problem. So that was our front door. It's not that way anymore. Yeah, people don't visit churches anymore to you know to drop their kids off the nursery. They visit online. Yep. Most people that come to your church nowadays are going to have already seen you online, looked up your web page, looked mm-hmm. at your Facebook page. If you're doing a Facebook live feed at any point, they've looked at those. If you yep. have a few YouTube videos, even if they're just short ones, they've already. Scanned it all and yeah, screened they, it all. They've listened to your podcast, so, so that's your front everything. door, which means your social media has to have a little more presence to it. A little, oh, uh, yeah. definitely, you have to value what the people are seeing. You have yep. to look at it with visitors' eyes, and you should get visitors to look at it for you. Get friends at other places to look at it for you and help determine, hey, this looks good or this doesn't look inviting at all. Right. Um. So so do that, and then at some point, I'll have Josh talk to you guys about your web pages and. Making sure they're mobile friendly and all the good stuff that go, drives him nuts. So <laughs> some, we'll some talk other, about all that. Some other pet peeves. <clears throat> but it's been great having the chat with you today and and getting to know uh, about branding. And I don't have to have any kind of uh, cow in the building to do my branding now. Please, so no, cows. It, no cows. <laughs> no cows. Although, really, although we could brand the six fourteen logo on the side of a cow, that would be really that cool. would be awesome. <laughs> have a bunch of cows with six fourteen running around. On. That's that's good promotion for us out in the countryside. But it's been awesome to to be together. We want to encourage you to. <clears throat> to listen to the podcast and share it. Um, if you have feedback, we would love to get some questions from you. Uh, 614rebuild at gmail.com is our uh, email address, and you can send us some feedback there, as well as if you have some questions. We're trying to build a rapport of yep. questions that we might do some Q&A uh, here and just answer your, your questions that you write in, and we would love to do that. So thanks again for listening. Hope all of you are blessed and have a great time at church this week.